Who are you chasing? Somebody chasing you? Nobody chasing me, boy. I've been chasing my goddamn maniac all the way from Texarkana, Texas. Really? Was he a bank robber? Bank robbing. Huh? Bank robbing his baby kid alongside of what this dude is doing. Yeah. Almost killed funny law officers. Driving through people's backyard, knocking down mailboxes. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Waka waka, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. This episode, we're getting into Smokey and the Bandit Part 3. So, get your CB radios ready. Uh, crank up your Trans Am. Or your Smokey Mobile and uh, come down the road with us after word from the sponsors. Hey man, y'all like tacos? Shit, I love me some tacos. I was down in El Paso and I met me a fine Mexican woman. She taught me all I needed to know in the art of love and making tacos. I took my new found culinary skills and I brought them to the great people in the state of Texas. I kicked the crap out of competition with 99 cent tacos every Tuesday. That's right y'all, don't matter if it's breakfast, lunch or dinner, tacos are 99 cents with a minimum of 5 tacos. So get your fat ass over here and get you some tacos. Whether you like carne asada all pastor or just ground beef and a flour tortilla or corn tortilla we got all kinds of tortillas here baby so please join us monday through friday 7 a.m to 7 p.m and 6 a.m to 6 p.m on the weekends we don't take no days off we're not like chick-fil-a y'all have a blessed day roscoe out Back in the saddle again. What's up, everybody? Like I said in the intro, we're going to get into Smokey and the Bandit Part 3. So let me bring up the Wikipedia page. Came out in 1983. Obviously, there is quite the... I don't say mix-up. Shake-up of this series. The first two... Well, the original Smoking the Bandit, it was one of Burt Reynolds' greatest films, I guess. Uh, one of his greatest characters. Part two was a little, was was good, too. I mean, it wasn't as crappy as this one would be. This movie, the only thing Burt Reynolds did in this movie was the uh, cameo at the end of the movie, which was pretty cool. It wasn't a rehash of something he did in the first two films or anything like that so other than that the main character is going to be the ba- uh the smoky <laughs> uh buford t justice played by the amazing jackie gleason he and his son junior who is played by i think it's paul williams 
No, Paul Williams is the played little Enos. Well, who played little? Who plays Junior? Yeah, Mike Henry. Wow, Mike Henry. <laughs> okay, so Mike Henry, he's probably. Of course, Junior is the complete idiot of the of of the series, so that's a comic relief. And then we also have the returning Jerry Reed as Cletus the Snowman, and basically cosplaying as the Bandit. Now, here is the plot of the film: Big Enos and Little Enos are basically trying to get their rocks off by fucking with the sheriff. Uh, he's already making an announcement, like almost like uh, a General Patton. As uh, he's retiring from the law enforcement, uh, his law enforcement career, and moving down to Florida to re, uh, yeah, I guess, exercise, play shuffleboard, go to SeaWorld and see Shamu with his son. I don't know. Um, so Little Enos and Big Enos make him a bet, make him a wager, saying if you can't get to their ranch in Texas by the next by the following day in the afternoon uh, it'll be $250 $250,000 excuse me against his badge so if they make it in time they get the money if not Lilliness gets to use his uh, Buford's badge as a belt buckle I don't remember them two being so involved in the other two uh, movies. Uh, we see Big Lilliness in the beginning of each film where they give the bandit a job. And I think that's about it. In this movie, they're, they're almost like every time they're... Because basically they don't want him to win, of course. So they don't want to give him the money. But for whatever reason, if they didn't want him to get the money, then why? They just want to fuck with him. So along the way, they have different little random uh, incidents that could prevent him from getting there in time. Like there was uh, there was a milk truck that that kind of fucked them. That, that kind of messed up their their plans. Uh, there was a road construction, and there was there was a couple road construction. There was one at night, and then there was one in. Uh, they were re spray painting the the uh, traffic lines, <clears throat> and so they're behind it. They're paying these people off, whatever. The main thing I can take from this movie as a whole, and I know I would usually go through the movie, but it was a lot of. There was a scene where these two chicken farmers, who were black, were driving down the road. And they're being chased by the Ku Klux Klan. I shit you not. It's so fucked up. But at the same time, it's an 83 movie. Nobody's going to be... Everybody knows the Klan is basic, you know, it's bad. Evil, if you will. You know, so as a collective, thinking in 1983, you know, this is comedy. It's almost like Blazing Saddles like this racial comedy and of course it's funny because they get their they get their come up I get not come up but they get their punishment at the end because they basically run into an accident and then they're 
covered in tar, and of course the chicken farmer's truck blows all these feathers, tar and feathered at the end. And then there's a joke where Buford, with uh, Junior asked Buford, I don't know if I say it was a joke, but an instant where he they go, Daddy, were you ever in the clan? And he said, Hell no, I was, but your mama was. And when she put that sheet on her, she looked like a big old iceberg. Now that's a joke. But if you think about it, wait a minute, Buford married a racist? What the fuck? Um, so like I said, the snowman is cosplaying as the bandit. So there's no Burt Reynolds in this movie until the very end. So throughout the whole movie, to fuck with Buford, Enos gets the snowman to pretend to be the bandit and basically saying, hey, whoever bring, you know, steal this fish because they're okay. So that's, I didn't get into that. So the bet was get to Texas, take this big stuffed shark fish uh, for his fish and chips restaurant that he's fixing to start up to Texas. So they're carrying this big ass shark that's a, basically a stuffed shark. They lose it because the snowman steals it from them. And so the Enuses basically tell the same thing to the snowman. Say, hey, if you take this, if you get the fish from Buford, bring it to Texas, I'll give you the money. And so there's his deal. So Enos, I mean Enos, the snowman, Cletus, leaves his beloved dog at home with a female hound dog to keep him company. Gets all in, gets his bandit. Red shirt, cowboy hat, black sun. He's already got the mustache, so I guess that was part of the the deal for Jerry Reed was to grow a mustache. Jumps into a 1983 Pontiac Trans Am as compared to the previous Trans Am used by the real bandit. He gets an upgrade and begins his journey. Just not only to fuck with him, but to get the shark and be the first one down in Texas. They're, they're driving from Miami, Florida to Texas. So uh, along the way, we don't, as you know, of course we get the fake bandit. We also get a fake Sally Field. I forget her character's name, but she is a used car lot worker. Uh, this used car lot. Uh, salesman was making a commercial. He, you can tell he's been a little handsy with her. She's play, Her name is Dusty Trails. She's played by Colleen Camp. And so she quits her job and jumps in. She stops uh, the bandit, Cletus, and jumps in the Trans Am with them. She don't care where the fuck he's going. She just wants to go with them and get the hell out of town. So... She's along for the journey. So now we have our female Sally Field uh, person. So I feel like this character would have, if Burt Reynolds did come back for the third one, that this character would still be in the film. Um, almost feel like, you know, when Sally Field left Junior at the altar. So now they're on the turn. They're on the, the trail or whatever. Buford, no who really has never met Burt Reynolds, has no clue that the bandit he's chasing is the snowman, is the fake one, is chasing him now. So, sorry about that. 
now the race is on. So they're going from Florida. And there's scenes where they're supposed to be in like other states, like let's say because they're driving from Florida to Texas, and you'd go through what Mississippi, Alabama. I'm not looking at a map, but you would assume they were further down the road. But there's scenes where, like, there's a scene where their car is in an alley and it's getting towed. They're still in Florida. So I don't know if that was by accident or what, but uh, I think it's like this, one of the sheriff's cars said Tallahassee. So anyways, that's a little, you know, haha, uh, incident of the film. A lot of silliness, a lot of old school humor, which, I mean, it's an 80s film. It's an early 80s film. The original film came out in, what, 77? Yeah. And then the second one was in three years later in 1980. And this one is three years from there. So not a bad little time difference. There was a scene where it's already nightfall and they stop at a motel at a, you know, random roadside motel that I, I guess is a place of just bonker sex orgies or just crazy sex maniacs or something because they uh by they I mean the fake bandit and fake Sally Field uh are tired so they so they get a room for the night she le- she excuse me she leaves the fucking the stuffed shark outside uh it's the come on in spelled i n n motel and so Buford and his son are are hot on the trail of band and they notice that he's there so they go into each room which for some reason are all unlocked and they don't show a lot of what's going on in there but you can there's like little flashes of like okay there's a dude in a scuba outfit with two chicks there's a there's like a group of people in a red lit room they finally uh, oh and the two enuses like i said they're going along the way and just fucking their you know the plans of everybody so they're dressed up like women and they get a room of a bunch, a, a room of dudes come out into the hallway and see them, and they start pulling those two enuses who dress like in drag. Obviously, they have mustaches. They don't care. They see a dress and they see fake boobs, and they're pulling them into the room. I guess they got they got to third base or something because little Enus is just like, I'm trying to remember that boy's number, Daddy. It's five 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 one two four or five 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 three two nine, like. Almost like he was into it. And little Enos, I have no clue if he's married or not. But we see a private Enos, which is the granddaughter of big Enos. So who knows if he has brother, if little Enos has any brothers and sisters or if he fathered a child. Um, they don't go into details there. Uh, we finally see the complete dismantlation or dismantle of, I don't even know what fucking song. The sheriff's car completely dismantled, just running on tires and frame and the frame and and just burnt to a crisp. Oh, yes. And so they're okay. They're in this motel. And so Buford and his son see the shark. So they take they go and they steal the shark. And now they're waiting. They're looking for a way out of the lobby. There's a bunch of people in the hallways in these get ups and in this just crazy like sex orgy. You know, there's a dude with like, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Dom- like the S&M stuff, you know, like the whips and chains and the masks. So they, well, he sees that someone's in the steam room with a cowboy hat and, and 
Buford's like, it's the bandit. I'm going to get you now. You're mine. He, though he handcuffs this person only to reveal a, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was a tranny. Because it was a very tall male looking female. I guess it was just a manly woman. But they don't go into detail and say, oh, it's a it's a she-male or something like that. No offense to anybody. I'm trying to, I have no clue what the fucking terms are. But they don't tell us if that's, if, you know, that's who this person is. Like, I'm looking at the cast list on Wikipedia. We got, I'm starting from the bottom. You got the driving instructor, dumper, tar worker, flower vendor, Mrs. Fernbush, black man number one, nudist female, midget, French maid, guide, local tough guy, mother trucker, the blonde, Bullock is flagman, girl number one, uh, somebody Beethoven. Oh, that's the other cop. Uh, Policewoman, Latin woman. Bo the Bandit Darville, the real bandit. Okay, that's Burt Reynolds. Uh, and uh, who the fuck is Tina? So I, did, so I have no clue who they, what they have around this, but they didn't say that it was a dude in, in drag or anything like that. So she is in love, I guess. She's infatuated by Buford because now she's hidden in the trunk of his car. Uh, she jumps on top of the car close to the end of the, the film and just follows him while the bandit is just going for a ride with them. They go in the water. They get on a couple boats. She tries to jump. She tries to ski off the boat. She just gets thrown into the water. Um, and at the end of the movie, she comes out of nowhere, throws Junior out of the, out of the uh, shotgun seat and just plants her ass and goes with the Buford. And then at the end, we see Junior running. Daddy, come back. Daddy, daddy, wait for me. Daddy, 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 daddy. That's just, that's the funniest part. A grown-ass man. <laughs> Junior is so fucking stupid. It's like, it's funny, but it's still fucking stupid. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> uh, I did like the fact that, you know, Burt Reynolds made a cameo at the end. Uh, but you can tell... He's aged, you know what I mean? Not, not crazy aged, but like if you picture him and how he looked in the previous two films and then this cameo, it's almost like, hey, man, can you do this real quick? And they kind of just shoved it in. But, uh, yeah, like I've been wanting to do this film uh, for a while because I saw it on TV and I, and then I had seen, like, oh, no, I had never seen it. I heard that it was... Not as good as the other two, almost like the Godfather three of the franchise. Uh, but at least that movie had the original star, you know, with uh, um, oh uh, Michael Corleone's uh, Al Pacino. This one, it's like, like hey, we need we we're gonna make this movie, and Bert's like, ah, I can't make it. Like, oh. Fuck it. We can do something else. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm looking at some of the reviews and some of the reactions. The reception. It's like... I don't know. It's like a 18 17% approval rate on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, soundtrack was alright. It wasn't, you know... Didn't have Eastbound and Down. I'm surprised they didn't play that one. You know, but... 
they didn't play that classic he's bound down um trying to find it on rotten tomatoes here we go so how was y'all's holiday as i wait for the screen to load um like i said 17 percent on tomato meter 18 percent on the audience rating what are some people saying? Mr. Reynolds is gone, and whatever was enjoyable about the smoky formula went with him. Uh, the sense of fun in that original is missing, and the countless mashups and near misses are orchestrated randomly. Well, I guess. Uh, here's a good one. Gleason remains as funny as ever as the center of this patchwork of arbitrary mayhem. Okay. What about the audience? I don't know. Nobody says anything. That sucks. But, yeah. As compared to the other two films, yeah, it's a huge miss on this one. I would say it should make for a good TV movie. I don't know, but, nah, it wasn't really TV movies for the 80s. That's all I could think of. Colleen Camp was all right. She was no Sally Field, but I mean, she, uh, her, her character, Dusty Trails. She's been in some other things too. Let me click here. Okay, yeah. So the Apocalypse Now, the Seduction, whatever that is, Death Game of ni- in nineteen seventy seven. Uh, she was in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Okay. Election, Factory Girl, Palo Alto, American Hustle. So, that's going to be it, guys. Uh, would I recommend watching this movie? Yeah, if you want to have a if you want to have a laugh at some old classic '80s comedy, some cr- goofy. I mean, the f- funniest part was when the Enuses get their car completely drenched in milk, like the whole convertible is filled, and they, you know, sometimes you cut to a different scene, and now they're all clean. They kept it. They kept. They stayed. They stayed drenched in milk. They even had milk still in the car. I like how they kept that. That was pretty cool. They even had like car phones, and somehow they pulled a car phone out of the milk, and it worked. So there's a little silliness stuff here and there. You you got your cussing. There's some nudity. There's a few teddy exposed breastuses, uh, because they go through like a nude camp, and Junior's going to a picnic, and yeah, he's in his skivvies. So, yeah, I mean it's it's all right. <laughs> I mean, but if you if you really want it, like I know they tried to do a Smoking the Bandit TV show and they had a TV movie. I, I I'm I have I can't remember how that connected to the movie or if it was just I don't, I mean I have to look that up on Wikipedia. But since I'm here. Uh, nothing. I don't see nothing. Boo. Okay, well. But, um, yeah, I mean, they should have just ended it with the second one, but, I mean, it's a decent comedy. If you can find it on streaming, you know, I'd watch it. Or if you see it on TV from between now and the end of time, I'd check it out. Of course, it's going to be edited. And then you're not going to get the classic cussing from Jackie Gleason and whatnot. But, uh, yeah. That's about it, guys. So, uh, without further ado, stay tuned for the outro. Look at you, Dad. You can't pull a seat in the corner for children. 
Chasing the epic and mythical creatures like myself. Have some dignity. Throw that crap away and get yourself a box of delicious cookie charms. Hot stars and rainbows, clovers and balloons. Those are for pussies. You need a box of cookie charms. Or you sit in the corner and I take your wife from behind and show what a real man can do. So get your box of cookie charms. They're magically buckishes. Oh shit, I said buck. I should have said fuck. Remember to fuck your wife. that is it guys that is the episode thank you again for checking it out giving me your ears and your attention if you made it this far a special tip of the cap to you what is on the horizon for 2022 and shut up and refill my popcorn well i got into bi-monthly episodes uh remember i think it was a couple years ago i kind of said I want to get into doing two, two a month, two a month, so been keeping that steady with a nice little catalog of Black Sheep sequels um, if y'all have a suggestion for any movie really and uh, please hit me up at Shut Up Popcorn on Twitter and I believe it's the same tag for Instagram well if you don't know, you can always uh the handles for social media you can always go to shutuppopcorn.com there you'll find clickable links for all the social medias uh teespring store um slowly getting back into that gonna clean out and add some more designs uh if you don't care that the images aren't vectored <laughs> apparently that's a thing i had no clue but uh i had a sample of the network familia black logo on it on a gray shirt <clears throat> and that one came out a little not too pixelated but you can kind of tell but like everything else it is a work in progress the podcast is rolling extra butter is rolling uh doing a couple things with uh the hitman yankabilly if y'all remember him he did uh the halloween episode and a couple extra butter episodes he does the I've joined him. He's joined me on the What's Popping on the Extra Butter feed. So go check those out. Like, subscribe, follow those uh, episodes on that feed. And um, I wanted... There's a movie I want to do. It was going to be this episode, but uh, I don't have a copy with subtitles on it. So if anything, I might not even need to use subtitles. So... uh, that will probably be the next episode if not it'll be one down the road and we're coming close to the 15th episode of the season i might just say screw it and go all the way into march which is the anniversary of the podcast and then season six will be a full year no more 15 episodes we're gonna go straight knock all the way for a whole year and then make every anniversary a season. Um, yeah, because if I do two seasons a year, it's just going to be, I don't know. That's something I was going to do last year, but I was hitting 50, so I just stuck with the format. But after this, uh, the season six will be a full year until March of 2023. So that's that, and this is it. 
thank you again for checking out the podcast do me a favor go check out go check out the stuff on the extra butter feed go check out the website but also if you haven't heard any of the previous episodes check them out um and that's gonna be it guys remember if you're not laughing you're not living take care of yourself and each other nanu nanu